0: Good afternoon, good evening, and it's good morning for me because we are doing the material podcast a little bit later than usual. I'm Florence Ion. I'm joined here by Andy and Natco. Hello, Sue. Andy, we we are a little late to the game this week, but it's because there was so much stuff to analyze and so much to just like think through and process <laughs> that I felt like we really benefited from the extra day because we're able to really look back. On the week yeah. of course we are talking about the google event
1: yes i feel so sorry for like uh, i know that you used to write for like the the like the, the daily or even like the hourly news blogs i feel so i i my my i've a I, I started off on a magazine column schedule so once a month and then i graduated to like my next big <laughs> gig was a newspaper schedule which was like you know you get at least a day I, don't, right. I, I, I this is this is my comfort zone a couple of days after the event where I've had I'm 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 past the wow that looks really cool that perfectly staged marketing video that I just saw in this in this live news event and but how does I don't know how that works and having time to find out how that works I don't know how you people who have to like have a quote review of something up (laughs) within an hour. And it's not because of their own standards or anything like that. It's because no, no, no. Here is the, here is the, the, here is the gears of the engine of our site that makes money. If we don't have something up there in an hour, we may as well not publish it. So I'm, so I'm, this is, this is my comfort zone of, I've got, I've had two days to have a cookie, many cups of tea, Long, contemplative walks in the brilliant uh, New England uh, autumn fair.
0: <laughs> oh, that must be so beautiful. Uh, here it's just 80 degrees during the day and then ridiculously cold at night, which is just way too much of a mm. cognitive dissonance. Mm. Um, but anyway, because as usual, I love being on opposite coasts because, because I also think that this, you know, so I had to get up very early for the event <laughs> because it was on the east coast this year <laughs> um but it was it was a very nice and and steady hour and a half event it didn't last for too long I kind of appreciated that.
1: Yeah, they got to the point. Even even Apple, I think, is kind of losing their taste for s- s- slow stroll from left to right and then right to left across the stage with your fingers tented in front of you, talking about the opportunity to affect change through technology. <laughs> it's, yes, it's like now they even they they got some place to go. Yeah, they'd much rather not. They'd much rather just email you a PDF, but they know that people need B-roll. So.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's true. Uh, So we are going to get into everything that was announced uh, a little bit later. But first, you know, we should catch up. I haven't I haven't talked to you in like now over a week. (laughs) Uh, Last time I saw you, I was talking about fries and how it used to be my happy land. (laughs) Yeah. and apparently we heard some feedback from our listenership,
1: a uh, including a, prominent a very listener.
0: prominent listener, <laughs> one of whom is named Yasmin, which I will not read the trolling that has ensued on the dock.
1: <laughs> Yasmin E, we will, we, will, we will protect your anonymity. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, she, let's see, that's, that's the difference between being a customer at a place and working yeah. at a place uh, because Yasmin E uh, on via Twitter told us that she worked at Fry's and it was a horrible experience that she absolutely hated. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I, I worked for my, my school job was uh, working in the computer department of here's, here's a, here's a blast for the past for New Englanders at the computer department of Leechmere uh when leechmere stores it was like a went back when there was regional chains of department stores mm-hmm. uh, and i kind of liked it because after it's uh, i'll and again here's another point of commonality you all people who worked in like large stores will uh, will will commensurate with uh if you work there for more than three weeks you know the places in the warehouse where you can go collect yourself no one will bother you certainly not no customers even the managers like they're not gonna they're there's in Leechmare, the in the warehouse there was this place where they stored back back when they used to have like a uh, uh, like a, you know, those roller trays where uh, where t- sh- the that box would come down on this little conveyor thing. Apparently, at one point, the store had them and then they disassembled them. They didn't know what to do with them, but there was a place way back in the warehouse on the second, they had to climb a ladder to get there. And I realized that no one wanted to go there. So that would be my happy place. And I would also look for like, Things that were had been returned that had not been put clearance tags on. And if I wanted it, I would hide it someplace so that, oh, my God, this has been like in, in the warehouse for eight months. We would better sell it for a dollar. So I'm sorry that the, those opportunities did not exist at Fry's for, for Yasmin.
0: See, children, back in the day when you went to a department store, <laughs> your items would come out on a conveyor belt after you presented a ticket to the cashier. I, too, was there for that generation, uh, and I will forever have a fond memory yep. of those of those days. Uh, also, fond memories. I, I mean, actually, I should say the opposite. <laughs> I don't really have any fond memories of Google+. Plus. No one has
1: any memories of it because, you know, it's...
0: No, oh, but here's... Well, let, I want to be fair, though, because I do know that there are a... Fair number of of folks in the Android circle, in particular, who have kept touch through Google Plus. I know that Google Plus has actually some very burgeoning community, or did have some burgeoning communities, um, developer communities. And you know, every time you entered in the beta of an app, you'd go to the Google Plus community. You know, you join and enter the beta that way. And so the idea was to foster community engagement around that and so the 10% of people that were using Google Plus actively unfortunately were not enough for Google <laughs> because the other 90% were only on the page for about 5 seconds before leaving and it's true um i haven't used Google Plus since 2011 it's just that's yeah. just the truth and it's no surprise it's no surprise. It's closing down, but it is a surprise the way it happened because, you know, I have been kind of tossing around a conspiracy theory all week that the whole reason that Google Plus is shutting down is because the Wall Street – this is me trying to just really idealize journalism, like what we do. Like we are so – like society reveres us and when we I, call company – I feel
1: – I, uh, I walk down the street, I feel very revered.
0: Yeah, I mean society reveres us, and you know, when we call a company and say we've got deets, the company is shaking in its boots. And so my my theory is that Google was shaking in its boots about this information about the uh the the data breach, um, the private, all the bad stuff <laughs> that happened between 2015 and 2018. And uh and and Google was like, you know what, we might as well just kill it. You know, it's like it's like. Yeah. Actually, I'm not going to make a terrible metaphor. Um Let's move on no, no, I make but, a terrible no, no, metaphor.
1: But, but but you're right. It's like it's like you you know the you know the status of a project inside the company where there's like when Facebook finds out that. Just in, just the latest story was that 50 million user accounts uh, were revealed via a uh, via a hack, and you needed to reset uh, the password, the, reset the login uh, tokens of 90 million people. To, to, to Facebook is valuable enough to to be worth actually saving it, whereas Google Plus, uh, see, I I, uh, I, I will, I will. I will take up the metaphor that you dropped. I'll, I'll use the metaphor card that you dropped. Uh, let me tell you about my 1999 Plymouth Grand Fury. Oh, that's a lot or, better. Mer- or, m- I was going to use Mercury an Sable. animal. Right. That's a lot better. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Love the car. Uh, as a matter of fact, when, uh, uh, when my dad got sick i was i i was uh it was used to be his his car and mm-hmm. i kind of needed a new car anyway i don't normally buy I, us, I usually buy secondhand cars don't normally buy them with uh 80 90,000 miles on it but it pleased me because my because my dad was sick that okay i will you know buy i'll I'll drive his car and it made me feel good when i would when i would uh, be dropped off by an uber that oh look and when i see his car in my drive and oh dad's come to visit that was nice uh And it was an old car, so it required lots of fixing, lots of stuff. And But came time about three, four years ago when a part of the suspension had rusted out and was going to be really, really hard Mm. to replace. And if it were really valuable or an important thing, I would have done whatever it took to fix it. But it was a New England car filled with body rust, uh, lots of problems. It It had a cassette deck in it. Uh, and I decided at least it wasn't an eight track. Yeah, A-track. well, I, I'm not I'm not that old. <laughs> no, uh,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm no, I no, 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 you're no, no. That's okay.
1: <laughs> but so, but that's that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. When they, <laughs> I wonder how long they at Google they spent like at the whiteboard saying, "Okay, there's been a data breach. Here's what's gonna, it's going to cost us. Uh, we we we've put it out at about uh seven hundred and eighty three dollars uh worth of employee work hours to fix it, or we could just shut the whole thing down." So uh, 783, <sighs> yeah, let's pull the plug.
0: Yeah, we we owe a lot of money to the EU.
1: Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean I uh, I I have to I have to admit that I started using Google Plus for all the wrong reasons. It was be, it was because maybe if I get on in on the uh, a couple friends of mine had already had like a cagillion follow- if I get in on the ground floor of this and cr- produce really great content perhaps when it comes time to monetize it, which is never the right way to do anything. Uh so I stopped after like a few weeks. Really the only reason why you I visited any I visited any new social media network is to make sure that i claim <laughs> and not go as <laughs> as the name and yeah uh, uh, but we will say, we we do have to give a credit for one thing account avatars displayed in circles oh that, yeah that was a google plus innovation now it's everywhere but now but that google plus was the first people uh, the first organization to do it so for that it's true i lift a bottle of uh store brand mandarin orange seltzer i will not pour it out for uh because again they just vacuum the floors, but symbolically. <laughs> and and actually actually a fifty nine cent one liter bottle of fizzy barely flavored water is actually also a good metaphor for Google Plus, so it's doubly.
0: Oh wow, wow. Okay. Uh I kinda I feel like I feel like we should just jump into just jump into the Google event.
1: Yes. What, what what do you think of the new Pixel phones? Not even though we've seen pictures of them and we kind of knew what they were gonna be about. Like how did how did it hit you? Well,
0: Andy, I dropped a lot of coin this week. Oh, I'm going to tell no. you, we're not getting a water heater for a
1: while. <laughs> well, well, you know, may, maybe with that I'm ten worst. Maybe, maybe with that ten watt like wireless charging, it'll throw up enough heat, to, <laughs> at least enough heat for the cat to, to sit on. Oh
0: my god! Uh, yeah, I like texted. I texted my husband after um, the event, and I'm like. Yeah, so that money I promised <laughs> you for the water heater is going to be a while. Uh, so anyway, I'm the worst, but also the best <laughs> because I bought the Pixel 3 and not pink. Um, listen, it's it, I'm totally not that financially <laughs> irresponsible, um, but it it is kind of just telling how – Google has managed to reel me in to kind of have the Apple effect of me just like dropping money. I've done this three years in a row. Um, The first year I had my wedding as an excuse to do this. And these last, this, this year and last year were just me needlessly spending money. But I have been like a really happy customer for the year that I've had each iteration of this phone. And I know that like, this is, you don't have to upgrade. It's totally like a first world, you know, um, The thing ability to have, but I, I like having this ability because this is kind of the fun, like consumer stuff I wanted to do when people were lining up for Apple phones and I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about all the new, uh, the new camera features. I'm excited to get a slightly bigger screen and like a similarly smaller body as the pixel three. I'm happy for wireless charging. I did spring the $80. For the little wireless charging stand that comes with it, so it's going to be like a cute little nightstand mm-hmm. thingy majigger. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't like the price point,
1: yeah. It's seven, more, seven,
0: it's $150 more. $799 than it was last year.
1: Bucks is the minimum buy in now. The, yeah. the, the the minimum storage is 69 uh, 64 I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it, I got. I, yeah, yeah, I sprung for the. The yeah, one that, cheap one. I was I was kind of on the fence between uh, before before the event between uh, autumn. Hey, wow, autumn! I should just automatically like get it because I I have the version one, uh, and I'd been putting kind of like putting money aside. When it came down to seven ninety nine, that kind of triggered my. Or you can get not even the base model Pixel Slate, which we'll be talking about I think after the commercial, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like it's it's that's what i don't i I wish i understood the math of deciding the price point of these devices everyone's asking
0: that this week everyone's asked me why is it set at this price and i don't know what to tell them other than i I don't know it's
1: because my 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 problem is that like my (laughs) my my uh my pixel one it's i don't have any complaints about it whatsoever i'm envious of well i'll 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 say up front that it really is all about the camera uh yeah. in the pixel three because they' do, they're doing so much cool stuff with the camera um and again this is, this is one of those things where i'm glad I had time to like ask some questions and get some and figure out, find some answers but I, I not only do it, like uh, the it is such an aggressive, almost a middle finger to like Samsung and Apple and everybody saying, "Oh, so you're putting, you're adding in like all these extra lenses and all these extra hardware features to make your camera work." That's fun. We we just like think more you know and therefore we don't have to spend the money uh, the, the 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 super res zoom that, which is what they're calling this feature like already um, modern phones and the picks my pixel uh, particularly like I uh, I started off uh, when using smartphones thinking that well I'm never going to use that i'm turning off the d- digital zoom feature because all it does is make give you like a blurry <laughs> like crop of the section of the normal picture and already they're doing computational things that made them re- make it really hard to tell that you're you're using a digital zoom instead of an optical one, so the super res zoom. Uh, <laughs> so what it's doing is while you're it, uh, they understand that when you zoom in on something, you're obviously touching the screen and doing the, the doing the stretch gesture, and while you're doing that, the phone is kind of jiggling a little bit, and so what they figured out is that because this is, and uh, I, I want to make sure that I. I can tell this succinctly and effectively and with the proper admiration. Um, you, know, you, you know that you've got a lens that's projecting an image onto a sensor that's on a grid, okay? Now, the thing is, if the camera is kind of jiggling around a little bit, there are times when the lens is projecting an image with, you can imagine the the grid like shifting to the left or the right or up or down, and mathematically, they can figure. Oh, well, while the camera is jiggling a little bit, we can actually grab very quickly data to see what information should be between all of those pixels. And so, while you're zooming, it's collecting enough data so that when you land on the zoom, it can fill in the blanks. Uh, and if you're not, if by some by, for some reason you're not jiggling the the, the the camera sufficiently, it will use the optical image stabilizer to. Physically move that sensor around, uh, which is cool enough. So that's that's one way you're getting sharper images. But also, uh, they, they're they're taking advantage of the fact that normally, again, we now think about one of these individual pixel elements on the sensor, where you've got a red, you got a green, you got a blue, mm-hmm. and so normally there's a need to like demosaic because you're getting like you know. To it's it's you're getting a red, a green, and a blue, but now not only are you getting data between the pixels, you're the, the part of the image, the part of that pixel that might have been falling on the red is slid over, is now on the green or is now on the blue. So now a you don't have to de-mo- demosaic anymore, and b you're getting even more pixel data. So it's like I kind of want to give you eight hundred dollars just for being that clever.
0: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, I've told you how many times that like my friends are always saying like, Hey, you put together the photo album because you, your phone takes the best pictures. And these are my friends with iPhones. Yep. These are my friends with iPhones. So it, it, it is the camera. Um, it's got, uh, Oh, night sight was another cool, like machine learning AI infused ability of the camera, which effectively, checks out the exposure of the situation you're in and then automatically adjusts it afterwards to make everything pop.
1: It makes, it, it, it makes me kind of feel a little bit sick because this is another case of techniques I learned in Photoshop just recently and kind of felt dumb for not learning. it. now the camera's doing it automatically. Night sight is a special mode that is, try, <laughs> that is designed. The, the, a, a quote that I, that I heard from Google directly was that this is it's a special low light mode for when there is so little light that you won't otherwise you wouldn't even consider taking the the, the camera the phone out that's how bad the lighting is and so what it does is uh the shutter, t- the the shutter will be open for maybe as long as four or five seconds, and what it's doing is that it's taking a kajillion pictures during that time and aligning them all, but also essentially stacking them all so that any piece of all the noise is sort of being averaged out, as collecting enough data to or, and collecting enough cumulative light uh, to make that all work. And now we're. Uh, i have i don 't have a pixel three in hand, so i haven 't tested it, so this is but when you have a demo where here is a picture of uh, some attractive twenty uh, something year olds uh, gathering on a rock in central park like after suns after sundown here here it is taken with the iphone x s and it 's a picture of basically nothing you can sort of see the sky and here 's the same shot we took with a pixel three with night night sight. And it looks like a pretty decent picture of attractive looking. You can tell they're attractive looking teens, twenty um, somethings, on a rock in Central Park. Uh, and a lot of this was I'm, I'm, uh, I was so uh, they were a whole bunch of people are uh, appearing in videos now. One of them is Mark Lavoy, uh, who is like the head of their their uh, computational photography team, and. Um, I have been sort of like a Mark Levoy groupie for years because he used to be like this ninja image processing professor at Stanford, uh, mm. and I learned about oh, him oh, wow, okay. There
0: you go. That 's why they hired him, yep. wow, okay, yep. uh, so
1: he, he took her he so he re- he retired from Stanford to become yeah. the head of, and he, he so retired he retired
0: from Stanford to yep. go to Google, yes, as you do
1: and so he and the, but the thing is he uh, uh while he was still a professor to like sort of show off some of his ideas about how about computational photography, I think maybe even before that was really a term, he released an app for the iPhone that was absolutely miraculous and could do some of these things oh. where it would take it, one of the things it could do is it could blur the background because it's taking stacks and stacks and it would do, it would use the video mode of the iPhone as a 30 frame per second like high speed shutter and one of the other things it could do is take brilliant pictures in low light situations for this sort of thing so now instead of it being like a, a now it's just a button you press on your stock camera. So this is, as you can tell, I'm kind of excited about this. I'm trying to work my head around of being 800 or, let's be frank, $900 because I'd probably want to get the 128 gig version uh, excited about it. Meanwhile, I've, I've just taken my Pixel phone out of its case and trying, well, is it, no, it's not even scratched. Well, how about the screen? No, the screen is perfect, Andy. Like, oh, damn it. Why didn't I drop it in a toilet once or twice? I need an excuse.
0: Um, I did did see a couple of comments, people saying that they think Google could have done better with the iPhone versus Google comparison. And, you know, they think Google could have trolled harder, could have maybe introduced (laughs) more photos and kind of just like really – rub it in because they have, they have ample reason to do it. I mean, they have a great camera product. Uh, you pointed this out that I actually didn't know about. I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that this would be a thing that Google would finally bring through, but computational HDR actually stores the JPEG and DNG. So effectively the raw image file, um, that's that's exactly why people were buying like LG and Samsung phones yeah. for a while there, because those phones had that natively built into the camera software, and so it allowed you to take those pictures, bring them into like a suite like Lightroom or something, and um, and play around with photos in a really in a quote unquote professional manner. <laughs>
1: Yeah. DNGs is really cool because it's a it's a Adobe standard. So it's not so you're going to need a million new plugins to, to deal with it. Uh, it, you 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 flip a switch in settings, and it will it will uh, save both the J both the regular JPEG and the DNG separately. So it's not as though you have to deal with this file format that now you're gonna have to go through another step before you can put things on Instagram. Um, and uh, th- those of you who haven't uh, messed around with RAW uh, files on their uh, big boy cameras and big go- big girl cameras, that instead the you you realize that a JPEG is sort of like the print that you get from a negative, where mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, they've they, the, the the whatever the whatever camera it is, it's doing it's making doing a whole bunch of image processing to like adjust the the, the tone, adjust the the balance, and dust the this that and the other. DNG is supposedly, hit, but this is is just here's a box full of all the numbers that just came raw off the sensor, so it has more data you can manipulate with, even if the image itself doesn't look as cool or as well cooked as the JPEG. Uh, so with this one, they've even they, they couldn't keep their computational stuff. <laughs> mits off of it, off of the, the DNG file. Uh, it's not just the the numbers off of it. They're actually taking, they're actually doing like a merge of 10 frames so that in theory they didn't, they didn't talk about how that specifically helps but if it works the way that I imagine it would, it means that you will get a less noise because it's sort of averaging together all the noise of, of 10 things. So the what they're stressing is that you'll still get the same data, the same, hey, we haven't mess with this at all quality but we're still trying to give you a little bit of special sauce to give you the best possible dng file we can we'll
0: see how that works out i'm yeah. i already have uh, my issue with the pixel 2 currently is that the the moving images even though i put it to auto so it only shoots off when it thinks the scene is worth the moving photo <laughs> they are like six to eight megabytes a piece
1: yeah which
0: is like I, there are apps on my phone that will not import the photos because they're too big. And so then I have to like go and export it, you know, as like a JPEG or whatever, a non-moving image. Uh, it's anyway, it yeah. just goes to show that like the more the more stuff that you cram in, I, I hope it's a user-friendly experience.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's a, I, I, like like we've been saying, it's I'm so glad we had two days to find out more details about this stuff so they're doing something similar with that they're calling top shot where mm-hmm. it's taking this, frames. this
0: excites me right
1: so so it's taking frames like around uh, around the shutter press so that when you take a picture of something but you may be uh you know you were you were a uh, uh, you you thought you saw David Hasselhoff in an airport and you quickly grabbed a picture like while he's passing by. It's not just the one picture that's blurry and he's like the face, he's turning away from the camera. It happened to also grab some frames before and after. And if it finds a picture in that sequence that it thinks might be better than the one you actually shot, it will say, "Hey." not saying that you're a bad photographer. I'm just saying that on my own, I found this one where he's looking at the camera <laughs> and he's kind of smiling and there's better lighting. I wonder if you want to use this instead. Uh, and like you said, the the downside of that feature might be, oh, great. So now I'm going to have to buy the 128 megabyte picture because it's taking like 40, 40 JPEGs every time. I, uh, so they're doing something kind of clever where... Uh, and I'm I'm using words in quotation marks. It's a special space saving uh, scheme for this feature where any parts of the picture that the AI thinks are, quote, unimportant, unquote, uh, is compressed and like sort of derezzed down to about three megapixel, quote, without any degradation in image quality, unquote. Whereas David Hasselhoff's face and his cool leather jacket and that cool thing he's doing with his hair uh, will be at full resolution. So I don't. Again, I'm going to have to spend, I can't wait to get my, I'm hoping to get review hardware before I have to actually buy one, but uh, I'm going to have to have so much fun like, for weeks taking pictures with this, trying to see how or if these things actually work.
0: I also, just so everybody knows, I also sprung for the matching case. Yay. So, uh, what, so, so
1: why do you go for yes. not pink? I, I I like the fact that at least it's like they, they, they kept the two-tone uh, power button, so you get this kind of... But I, I, couldn't get a sense of what the color actually was. It looked like it's not pink because it looks a little bit flesh toned,
0: tangerine. Okay. It looks a, lo- it looks like a a lighter, paler version of the Google, the Coral Google Home Mini, hmm. and I think it's supposed to match that lineup. Uh, I sprung for it. So first of all, I think it's, I, I really would like to know why it's called not pink because, because I just there's nothing wrong first of all with it being yeah. pink. Uh, which I actually don't think is why it was called not pink. I think it was called that because I bet someone in a staff meeting was like, was like it looks pink, but it's not pink, which that's exactly what it looks like. Anyway, it's pretty. And mm. I just, I wanted a phone in a different color. I'm so bored of black and white. And yeah. and, and quite frankly, I'm not, a, which we will get to soon. I'm not too keen on that midnight blue of the Pixel Slate. I just, I want lighter. I like
1: lighter colors. Yeah. Well, it's a personal also, preference. It also introduces a, a deep semantic problem because, technically speaking, the white phone and the black phone are also not pink. So, what if like, know, it's true? What if a high-powered executive like tells her assistant, "Oh, get me one of the new Google phones," and just and not the pink. Says, just, <laughs> any, just I which one do you? What color do you want? Uh, I don't know. Not pink. And so they'll tell, oh well then she then this this assistant will get fired because they got her exactly the phone she definitely asked not to get.
0: There's there's a pretty mint one too. Uh I forgot what the color was called, but it's I like it. The <laughs> design aesthetic is certainly coming out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, big and strong. A a lot, a lot of people were kind of complaining about. Oh, it's not flashy enough. A lot of people were having an absolute cow over. Oh my God, look how big the notch is, and it's got a chin. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, What do you think that you? I think the designers must think Obama is still president or something. It's so antique looking, and I'm like, it looks fine to me. It's
0: it's totally fine yeah. uh, real quick before we head off to talk about some other some other devices uh, there was also an updated Chromecast which was not mentioned during the actual event, but I found out, Later, after I went to go check up on my order <laughs> at the Google <laughs> store and that I saw like, what is this? Oh, it's a white Chromecast. And it turns out that it is it is a bit of a, an iterative upgrade. Now, it doesn't have the the rumored Bluetooth functionality that people were talking about on the Internet about it getting, uh, nor does it have 4K streaming, you're still going to have to get a Chromecast Ultra for that. But it does now support 60 frames per second, 1080 uh, picture. And it's a little faster. And it also lets you do multi-room. You get to actually connect the Chromecast to multi-room speakers. So you can have like that full, you can have all the music going on every speaker (laughs) and then have like the TV with whatever is playing. So I think that's cool. And I'm going to probably grab one after I recoup my savings, yeah. I can, so <laughs> uh, just for that functionality.
1: Thirty-five bucks is within my impulse buy level, so perhaps I should get that. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that it did multi-room because uh, that's. Um, I, I'm using an Apple uh, iPod Hi-Fi with like an old Chromecast wow. in my bathroom as my bathroom speaker, but the ability to have the same music now everywhere in the in the in the I- extending into the bathroom. Uh, which is you which will help me out my mornings because it's like i've got 20 minutes to do everything i don't me i, I don't got time for <laughs> for, for activating noises uh, music in the bathroom for everything yeah so 35 yeah, yeah, bucks yeah, yeah. i'm 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 still a freelance journalist in a rapidly collapsing market 35 but 35 bucks i can swing i don't want to brag but I'm, i can swing 35 bucks
0: hey it's it's a really easy way to put some cloud cloud streaming technology into your old tv it's it's still great
1: it's it's also a way to like tell your kids or like tell your aunt hi you know those like uh those uh, those headphone plug-in speakers that i gave you nine years ago because i was finally getting rid of my my packard bell uh desktop pc and i don't need them can i get those back oh you already threw them away okay no don't blame you
0: I hope you recycled them. Don't don't throw electronics away. That's not good for the environment. A lot of things are not good for the environment. Uh, you know Humans. what is good for the environment? <laughs> this ad.
1: This episode of Material is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. Maybe you want to create an online store. Maybe you want to create a portfolio. Maybe you want to create a blog. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Squarespace has got it covered. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of those award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. Now, this is uh, on my (laughs) Squarespace, and (laughs) Squarespace has been much on my mind. Uh, I do have a uh, self-hosted WordPress install at anotgo.com. Uh, I created it uh, before there were tools such as Squarespace, uh, and also because I, as a person who has to write about this sort of stuff, I thought, well, I need to run my own WordPress, own my, my own server, my own WordPress blog to maintain uh, l- maintain some knowledge about how this works. And of course, the thing that's been very consistent for very many years is that occasionally things go wrong with the site. And the problem is just outside of your immediate area of expertise and wealth. You would like to spend 10 minutes writing a quick blog post that will have to be today, preceded by about three or four hours of diagnosing and solving a problem and then restarting the server. So uh, I might not be running a self Posted WordPress anymore because I really just want to write the stuff and post the stuff and have people read the stuff. And yes, Squarespace is definitely one of the candidates. The thing it's so nice to that the security. There are people who know about security and they work for Squarespace, and there are people who know about running server software and they work for Squarespace and they're willing to do that stuff for you for like again a very small amount of money per month. And uh, yeah. Maybe when I was a younger man, I could have dealt with all of that with a plum and energy. Now I just want to throw money at the problem, particularly if it's a small amount of money every month. Uh, and Squarespace plans, they are not that uh, expensive. They start at just 12 bucks a month. And if you're just curious, you can start a trial with no credit card required just by going to slash material. Uh, when you do decide to sign up, use the offer code MATERIAL to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And to show your support for Material. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash material and the code material to get 10% off your first purchase. We thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website.
0: And we're back. We're back with more more news from a very jam-packed week of Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, we, we,
1: we should start right off with uh, the, everyone's want, everyone wants to know about like the big one that uh, we should, probably should have let off with. So, but we're still, we're going to lead it off uh, in act Two. The, everything you wanted to know about the Google home hub.
0: Yes. Everything you wanted to know about the Google home (laughs) hub. Uh, yes, essentially it's a smart display with no camera, great audio. I would say also the Lenovo smart display has pretty great audio. I've just been enjoying it myself. Uh, I'm assuming the no camera part had a lot to do with the fact that they kept calling this one of the greatest photo frames. Uh, (laughs) basically they want this to be the best photo frame in your house, which it did by introducing some new machine learning techniques, also to this particular product category, so Home View.
1: I imagine that. I imagine that maybe that's in in this political climate, it's a feature to have a device that. Oh, and by the way, we don't there's have no camera. There's no camera. We can't possibly spy on you. Yes, what, it's so a bragging Facebook. Right. You're are the same week. You're, in, you're you're having your your own three hundred. Your own video video chat screen with a camera that sees all the way around. Oh, interesting. We decided to leave ours out.
0: Okay quick note about that Facebook camera, just a quick side note here. Uh, I actually watched the commercials that they're putting out for that. They were just showing on TV last night for whatever reason. And they're <laughs> super good. They, you can't even tell that the two people, there's two people talking and they're, they look like it's cut. So it looks like they're in the same room talking to each other and that it slowly pans out and you see that they're actually talking through Facebook messenger through portal. And it's just, I, kudos to the advertising creatives who came up with that plot line because it was, it was good. It
1: was good. I'm, I'm still skeeved out by Facebook having a camera anywhere in my house, but I know, was, I know commercial,
0: but you know, it was like a good, you know, when Don Draper has a good commercial, we don't, <laughs> you know, we don't applaud him for his alcoholism or his adultery, but anyway, uh, so one of the, one of the highlights of the Google home hub was this, uh this, Home view. So, Home view is pretty much a smart device dashboard. You will see some of this played out in the Google Home app as well. And I actually received the update yesterday. So, I'm now seeing the new Google Home app where I can go in there and there are separate devices. There's like on and off switches for the different bulbs that I have. I can log into any of the Nest cameras that I have connected and view them through the Google Home app without going through the Nest app. Um, and so that. Experience is translated over to the smart display, which makes perfect sense just to kind of like keep that the same across the board. There's also uh, another feature which we don't have... We don't have mentioned in the doc, so I'm hopefully coming at this with the right vernacular, is live albums. Oh yeah. And yeah. so basically what that is is you can tag who it is, you can select who it is that you want to appear in this photo album and Google Photos with all will automatically populate that for you. So if you wanted to get the Google Home Hub, which is only $150, bucks, as like, you know, a Christmas present, and you want to put pictures of uh, you know, you want to send it to your folks or maybe you want to send it to relatives uh, long distance. You can select that for them beforehand, make them a little album and then send it to them and then they'll have all these pictures of you and them and it'll just be a nice jovial time. And that's why Google's calling this the best photo frame. Hmm. So, yeah. it's it's also worth noting that if you do have an existing smart display like a Lenovo one or a JBL one, uh, the smart displays will be getting support for multi room audio. So that again is just it's a really exciting time for the Google Home ecosystem. It's yeah. really growing.
1: Yeah, well, thanks thanks, for your alert I just I excitedly downloaded, the check for up, the updates, and find found the new Google Home app. It's yep. it's it's this you, you love these sort of updates that merits like a whole new like little like oh, l- window your home in your hands with the yeah. new Google Home app you can now control organize and manage compatible lights cameras TVs and more all from just one place one simple view with you in control shortcuts for the things you do most like turning on and off the lights or playing music check up on your home while you're and have to watch a video to see more. Oh, no, or scroll. Okay, well, I'm not going to read the whole thing. But, yeah, it's and, and of course, that was like – this is just two weeks after I paid a whopping $3 for a (laughs) uh, third-party Philips Hue control app because I finally got sick and tired Mm -hmm. of saying, I just want to turn off that one light bulb. I don't need to create a scene (laughs) containing that light bulb so that I can – so yeah, don't need a scene just here's Here's a, here's a, uh, it, it takes a It takes a special kind of user interface and competency to screw up an on slash off switch. That's like a light, a light, a, a light switch. That's the, 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 one of the oldest and easiest to figure out user interfaces in the world. And they managed to screw that up. I don't know.
0: Well, go get that update. If you don't have it already listeners, <laughs>
1: yes it was this is a a command it was definitely worth the 13 megabyte download in in the 18 seconds of my time
0: it's okay it doesn't have like everything in there like i can't turn the essential oil diffuser on but i can turn the (laughs) ac ac on so that's nice Mm. but you know you can't like use a timer or anything for any uh, you know it's got a ways to go but it's a good start it's a good start.
1: But they're good they're good at updating these things. Yeah,
0: they are. And it's a lot better than like the very first iteration of the Google Home app. Holy yeah. cow. Um it definitely is and there's nice little tabs at the bottom and there's like a microphone
1: yeah, totally uh, different
0: here. icon that you could tap immediately to head to the assistant and so I'm, you know, I it's going to be it's going to be a heck of a holiday season for Google. I'll tell you that.
1: I can't, I can't wait to see what they put on, uh, what they put on sale for black Friday. I think there's going to be, there's, a, I'm kind of hold, there's some things that kind of want to get to sort of like round out my home automation stuff, but I'm waiting until like late November to see what happens. Although I'm t- maybe by late, uh, I, we're everyone, we are going to get to the pixel slate. We were joking about the, we thought we'd have a bit of a laugh there, or I, sorry for my amusement. I thought I'd have a bit of a laugh, uh, I for some reason I so I've got the Lenovo and uh, every time I try to connect it to like my Google account for it works with the Google account for everything else but for to customize uh, like the, the 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 sleep screen and the and and connect it to my Google Photos it will fail to connect and every time I try I fail to connect try again and I don't know how to do it and I've I, I'm not interested enough to do spend more than ten minutes at a time searching the support pages for what if happens if I get this error message when I try to uh, try to configure this part of it and I just can't find it anywhere. Have you have you seen that sort of thing happening?
0: No, um, I no, I have not. Okay,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna waste thirty seconds of time just to okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna see. I'm gonna see if actually, ooh, not available. Okay. See this. This is a. This is also. We will. Uh, we will get on with it. I'm sorry, but this. This is also a problem that I wish that Google would figure out. That it would be nice if you know some houses have more than one Wi-Fi network for a ver- variety of good reasons. Like I'm kind of bummed that I have to remember to have my phone set to a certain Wi-Fi network. Uh, to make sure that I can get access to the Google Home Max in my bedroom, I feel as though if it is connected to this before and says, "Wow, oh wait, I can't, I can't find it." I know since since I the last time I saw it, it was in this same house. I'm gonna do some sort of really cool like ultrasonic or Bluetooth thing to see where it is and ask it, "Hey, what Wi-Fi network are you on?" Or give me an IP address where I can where I can find you on. Eh, so, I'm just-
0: sounds like machine learning, Andy. <sighs>
1: I don't want to I don't want a machine learn. I want to meet meatware learn. I've got I've got one of them squishy computers. It has limitations.
0: Uh, don't tell the robots that. Um, although they probably already inherently know it. Mm. So speaking of robots, actually not speaking of robots at all, <laughs> I was just trying to transition over actually this works robots have slate armor Ooh, and what nice also <laughs> what also shares the slate is the name of the pixel slate <laughs> which is is it a tablet is the laptop what is Google marketing it as nobody knows is it a surface competitor is it an iPad pro competitor my understanding it is whatever you want it to be because it starts at 5.99 but the top of the line model is a core i7 processor it starts at $15.99. So you, if you want to get like super powerful and go like surface territory with this, sans windows, then you can, <laughs> you can, it is available to you. However, if you'd also like to keep it simple and err more on the tablet side, then you can pay a mere $600 and get just a really nice tablet with, uh, with dual speakers that apparently sound really darn good.
1: Yeah. I'm try- I'm trying to get my head around this as as well. It's like for for so 5.99 will get you the one with us with the they're all in the the, the 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 big the big title on the card was all Intel processors and then little bit oh by the way but the 5.99 one gets like the Celeron that's about half as powerful as what's in an Apple Watch. Uh, So that's 599 will give you 32 (laughs) gigs of storage, what, 4 gigs of application RAM and a Celeron processor, uh, not even a core, but you can also get a Core M or you can get an i5 or you can get an i7 or you can get 128 or 256 gigs of storage. So you can really decide for yourself whether you want something that is like a super – like a really good Chromebooks, uh, uh, tablet-style Chromebook or if you really are going to get something that's going to compete with not just a Microsoft Surface uh, but a good Microsoft Surface tablet because for $15.99, they didn't they, – uh, it had better also run Windows 10. They didn't uh, – Google didn't mention it and in interviews afterward when they were asked directly, they had no comment. Even though everything looks like they're definitely going to do that sooner rather than later – but for fifteen ninety, I, I, I'm wondering about the person who just wants to run Google Docs on a 1599 tablet. They, they must be at one of those companies where they've got like $4,300 still left in the department budget. And if they don't spend it, they're going to lose it.
0: Uh, I just want to say that uh, I am actually working on an article right now about uh, running Windows apps on a Chromebook. And I, I was a little too optimistic. <laughs> about it it's it's first of all it's 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 not there uh, we definitely need full Windows 10 functionality on the Chrome OS platform if we're gonna have that if you're gonna be able to have that kind of cross compatibility between platforms uh, on the plus side if you do development, then maybe the tablet would be worth it to you for that high price. Uh, I mean, Chrome OS does now support Linux apps to an extent. I haven't tested that myself just because I'm not particularly versed in the Linux way of life. Um, and so I kind of just don't touch it with a 10 foot pole, but, (laughs) but it's there. I mean, it's in the settings. The other thing that's like really, I think sort of just maddening for, for those who Love wires is that, uh, or maybe who hate them, is that there are two USB C ports. Because there's actually – so they can be used for charging or they can connect to a 4K display, which, by the way, has like another desktop mode that you can use, peripherals. Uh, Ron Richards, my co-host on All About Android, he had shown – he saw a picture at the Google event because he went to the Google event. And he took a picture of a demo station of the Pixel Slate connected via USB-C to a display and having like this display. Basically having like Chrome OS on a, on a large monitor and it looks super cool. It looked like kind of what the Samsung Dex looks like when it's stocked. Um, now, however, there is no headphone jack. So yeah. you are going to have to use one of those USB-C uh, ports to listen to music, which uh, I mean, I'm wondering if it's going to be the same, the same dongle that comes for the Pixel phones. Yeah. And I kind of hope it is because... The one caveat I will say with the devices, like I was using the Huawei MediaPad this summer, just kind of testing it to to see what an actual tablet tablet it was like, because I haven't used one in a while. And that also didn't have a headphone jack, but it only had one USB C port. And that's so you yeah. couldn't charge and listen at the same time. And the US the headphone jack adapter was proprietary, so I couldn't <laughs> use it with the Pixel 3. Yeah.
1: That's stupid. That's yeah. <laughs> I see th- this is this is really one of my buttons that uh, it's bad enough when it's not on a phone, but I can at least accept the fact that uh, you've got a limited amount of space. You you've, uh, The headphone does like incur into the device pretty deeply, and you have to find a place to put the display and the display drivers, and now that you don't have any bezel, there's even less work. I can, I can accept that maybe that's a whole lot of engineering work that they don't want to do, particularly given how many people are using Bluetooth. I, I get that. But when you've got... It's this is this got a 12.3 inch screen. How how do you make the argument that we could not have found any room to put in a headphone jack? And I whenever I point I don't think I rant about this on Twitter or elsewhere, but every time I say I'm really disappointed about this, I don't see if I feel like they're they're basically stole a feature without uh, a useful feature for a lot of people without giving them anything in return. And they're like, well, you know, I, I never, I always use Bluetooth. I never used, I can't remember the last time I used wired headphones. And I'm like, good for you. Uh, there's not everybody who has the hundred has the three hundred dollar pair of Bose noise canceling headphones, uh, and even the people who can afford a, a decent pair of fifty dollar <laughs> Bluetooth headphones. Sometimes that battery, it's just it, it's got no power when you really yeah. want to have power. And Bluetooth has been getting better, but it is a smaller fire in a cleaner dumpster as opposed to no dumpster fire. And the number of times where – if I – the the reason why I I usually have my my Apple AirPods, but the reason why I almost always have like another pair of like $10 wired headphones in my bag is the number of times where for some reason it just wouldn't connect. And I could solve it in 5 or 10 minutes or I could solve it in 10 seconds by simply plugging in a copper wire that always works. There's
0: nothing worse than being on a train with no headphones. So – or around other people with no <laughs> headphones. Like, I don't even connect the headphones and listen to anything. Sometimes I just put them in my ear. So just yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> nope, I've, I've I've done that. That's that's you don't have to you don't have to explain that to anybody um, who's been with people. Um, I would I would have loved, especially for a device that whose highest price point is fifteen ninety nine and is designed to com- compete with sixteen hundred dollars. An SD slot would have been really cool to have.
0: So you don't have to buy like I get it. You can buy a dongle and get an SD like slot that way or USB or whatever. But it's it's always nicer. Like I I still prefer the Chromebook Flip because it's got a little micro SD little slot in there. And so I can add extra storage. Uh, Yeah, that is a bummer.
1: Yeah, I mean, just the number of times. Like, uh, just on Wednesday, I took uh, I was again, I was out there late. Took some neat pictures. I have had my MacBook with me. I didn't plan on like editing pictures on my train ride home, but hey, I could. I got You're the board.
0: Yeah, you I'm wanted to. And I, you and, hey,
1: I got an SD card slot. I may as well use yeah. it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's too bad, but uh on the at least uh, they like you said they did give you two usb c ports so they understand the concept of maybe wanting to listen to music while you do something else such as stay connected to like your flash drive or you know <laughs> put some put some energy into it uh but the the other yeah, but the, at least they gave us a lot of times you'll see like a uh, usb c ports and but they'll, t- they'll <laughs> you have to like dab one of them with nail polish this is the one that's only good for power this is the one of the three that you can actually connect a 4k monitor to it is an either they're both the same okay that's fine uh fingerprint sensor on the power button that's oh right right yes which is cool
0: which that's nice i don't Uh, have a fingerprint sensor on the pixel (laughs) book so that's kind of nice no mention again we were talking about windows 10 no mention of that compatibility on the horizon, which is why I've bit like furiously trying to figure out how to make my life work with some of the Windows apps. Um yeah. Article coming soon. I'm just teasing my article now at this point. So. again it'll be on LifeHacker by the way, in
1: case oh life hacker. That's good. Um so it's it looks pretty good. I the, the the keyboard looks nice. It's backlit. It's definitely going to be better than you the keyboard You said oh, the it looks nice.
0: Do you know how many people have complained to me about its round
1: keys? Uh, yeah, I know. Well, I get I,
0: it.
1: I, I... <laughs> It's yeah, I mean the the uh, having used keyboards with I've got one of my like uh, Bluetooth keyboards, is a Logitech that has those adorable. Me too. Kind of. I, I don't. I don't. I know it's a style thing as opposed to a, we decide. We determine that the most ergonomic. No, it's a style thing. You wanted. You wanted to get that that sort of retro. It's look.
0: cute and millennial, but also kind of like retro and like fits in with your art deco decor. <laughs> exactly. It does.
1: <laughs> all the, all the, all I get your, it. All, all the reproduction stuff you bought at Pottery yes. Barn. Uh, yes, it's
0: very, it's very Silicon <laughs> yeah. Valley.
1: But yeah, it's a, but yeah, it's a, it's not even something that takes getting used to. It's more of like a visual sort of. I, I was able to type on it almost immediately, and you give me the you give me the 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 choice between a super flat keyboard like the uh, iPad Pro's keyboard cover. Uh, or the MacBook Pro anything keyboard. I would much rather have uh, regular keys, but they're rounded key tops. Um, and so, but it, it look, it looks like, and it is backlit, so it will sort of, does like correspond, and of course has a big like glass trackpad on it. Um, I'm still thinking that I might want to get a third party one because I tend to be in the when I at least with my iPad Pro, I'm either in a minimal <laughs> minimal profile, so just give me the regular like protective uh, fold over cover, or I want to take my Logitech K811, like really really super comfy Bluetooth keyboard, because I really want to type type type. But 200 bucks for that keyboard, uh, they've got the pen. That's going to be 100 bucks for the pen. So if you're if you really are trying to sell this as a competitor to like a windows 10 laptop. So now you're talking about, let, let's, let's say you want to go i5. So that's what 1199 or something. You're, 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 you're at least up to about 14 or 1500 bucks. If you want the top of the line, now you're close to like MacBook pro territory. So lo-
0: or yeah, or a windows ultra book, yeah. which quite honestly, I have been saving my pennies for because I just kind of feel like, um, In terms of laptops, the Pixelbook is great, but it still is... For me, it's great because I'm a writer. I'm a, con- I'm, a I'm a online content maker, and so like all I <laughs> don't, need is don't, to be able. Don't.
1: You you are so much more than a content it's maker. So don't much you more s- than a
0: content maker. Yes, <laughs> I know. People who are
1: doing like nail polish demos on Instagram and have 12 million follows, they're content creators. You are you are writer. You are a writer they make and journalist. So
0: much more money than I ever will. But it doesn't matter. What matters is that I have been using the, <laughs> the Pixelbook to run my freelance business, and it has been great. And I have told. I've, I keep preaching the gospel of. the the Chromebook, but I also don't have like, my work is just words. (laughs) So my work were more than that. Pixel book maybe wouldn't be the perfect thing for that. I, my work I think would be fine on a pixel slate as well, if I ended up liking that keyboard, yeah. but uh, it's so much money, and I just would rather put that money towards, yeah, like you said, a MacBook or an Ultrabook. Yeah. It's gonna be hard to pick, and I think that Windows 10 compatibility. Come on,
1: yeah. bring it! It's 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 a wonderful situation for consumers, I think, in that there's so many credible choices. Um, uh, when I write about this, I have to throw into the mix the $329. Uh, iPad that Apple came out with this year, which is oh, a yeah, hell right. of a machine. There's, there's, it it doesn't look like a cut rate device at all. Works with the Apple Pencil. You can obviously hook up a Bluetooth keyboard to it. For things that people are likely to be moving, to, to be attracted to uh, a tablet for, it does everything they want to do and more. It has absolutely uh, the best mobile app environment ever. And we're not talking about, hey, you can run your Android apps and they will resize. We're talking about people who could be, who could have written this uh, this graphics application like as a desktop app, but they decided to write it as an iPad app instead. And it's amazing and it's fabulous. And 329 bucks, which means you can afford to get the extra storage. I was say. You can certainly afford to get the pencil and still bring it in at under 500 bucks.
0: I was going to say it's a casual user's price. Yeah, you don't like five ninety nine is an enthusiast. I, I think that is veering yeah. on enthusiast price. I yeah.
1: do. It's and, and I don't know, maybe and maybe I'm a little bit old fashioned. When you get when you get to like above a thousand bucks. Now I'm starting to look at, OK, you uh, one of your one of your prime candidates as a replacement for your MacBook Pro if Apple doesn't turn their way from the abyss and start uh, and keep using those keyboards you can't use is I'm almost certain it's going to be a Lenovo ThinkPad because it is so it's, they, uh, this, this is the sort of notebook that I think you make when you know that you're competing with a lot of companies and you know that you can't really put style over convenience and function. So this is the machine, this is the machine that has the best keyboard and uh, uh, fl- I think in any laptop you can buy, uh, without being without comprom without making it so chunky that it's not portable anymore, this is the one that says we will give you USB-C. We'll also give you USB-A type connectors, and we will also give you. Uh, we also have an SD card slot, and we will. It's like all the stuff that makes it so convenient to use, where I don't have to always have a dongle uh, handy for this, that, and the other. And so, but th- but that's a, that's not necessarily just a, a praise of Lenovo. It's just the idea of for a certain amount of money. Now we're talking about the work the the the, the, the work gear that I need to make sure that the only annoyances in my workday uh, revolve around my lack of talent. And uh, companies that are not responding to an email as quickly as I would like them to.
0: Preach it, Andy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, see, that should well, be I'm, the complications I'm, I'm already, of my I'm, day. I'm already I'm already fighting two big dragons there. I don't need to have to find yeah. a dongle to connect it to 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 power uh, to, to headphones. That 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 seems like an optional source of stress.
0: So overall, Andy, I want to get your your grade your your score of this this. Event that happened this week, the announcements that were made, the secret accessories that were <laughs> dumped into the place into the Google Store after the event. Uh, what's what? What's your scorecard on this week's announcements? Uh,
1: give a, a B plus, A minus. Um, okay. Partly, mostly because of um, uh, who I am and what I'm looking at for consumers. It might have seemed kind of boring, but I'm looking at just how how wisely. Google continues to leverage their uh, their machine learning stuff and the ability to this does not look like an exceptional phone, but we are we are our design aesthetic is that we want to make things as simple as possible, uh, and so and we can there's so much stuff we do, we can do via software in, uh, instead. By the way, I'm, I'm kind of I'm getting conflicting reports about some of these Pixel Three camera features that may or may not be rolling out to Pixel Two and maybe yeah. Pixel One later. So fingers crossed on that. And regard regarding the slate, I was kind of hoping that we would also see like a revamped uh, uh, pixel book because that's the I'm probably more inclined to pay money for a notebook form factor didn't even mention it. I'm sure it'll be updated at some point uh, but the other big news there was that how you know how like Android apps on tablets have always been super super meh if there's such yeah. a thing I mean they're functional but they look like they look like an adapted thing as opposed to a yeah. native thing uh, and with the pixel slate whatever whatever you've come to think about of uh, of the Chrome OS interface and whatever you've come to think about Android OS as a tablet thing it seems as though they kind of almost it's it is Chrome OS but it seems as though they said let's forget about Android completely. Let's start with it. Let, let's take everything we learned from developing both of these things and create a tablet or, or a tablet slash desktop experience that makes more sense. And it looks like to me, like it has the, the, the clean lines and the determination of uh, apps for the iPad with awareness that you are not going to want to take your hands off of a keyboard <laughs> every three seconds. And by the way, we have a trackpad that we can deal with. So let's, let's learn from that as well. So I'm, excited to get my hands on a sample just to see how well this workflow works. So I thought that I thought that they could I know that I know that this is a consumer oriented event uh so but I'm glad when I saw all the stuff that's going on, the subtle stuff that says here's how good we're going to be in the next uh, not just now but we've got we've got our eyes on on the ball for the next 2 or 3 years at least.
0: I actually think you made a really good point in there about the fact that uh, actually, I think maybe you were making a point you didn't realize you were making, which is the fact that like Android wasn't really uttered very much <laughs> this this week. It That word wasn't really uttered. And um, I actually have to give credit to this idea to nine to five Google because they posted a they posted a an editorial of sorts last night. And I realized after kind of reading through it a little bit, that that's really true. Like we're kind of shifting focus away from Google being this enthusiast's brand and like Android, it's all about, no, it's, it's about, it's (laughs) about the Google ecosystem. It's about like, it's about the made by Google. It's about buying products that are made by Google. And some of them have different names. Some of them come under the name of Nest. Some of them come under the name of the pixel, but the end goal is the same. And that's to get you using the assistant well, okay. If I was going to give it a grade, since we are grading, um, I would give it a, I would give it a nice solid B. Okay. You know, uh, because I I felt that when I would get B's in high school, it was very much like a, you know, I I understand that you got the material, and I understand that you you definitely got the material and you definitely gave me what I wanted, but I wish you could have just gone that extra mile with a little more. And so I kind of feel that way with the Google event. Like it wasn't, it wasn't tepid by any means. I mean, I was, I loved seeing Rick, uh, run the whole thing. He is, he's really comfortable. He's a very comfortable, uh, speaker giver.
1: (laughs) Right. Rick Osterman, he he fit in from, he made the transition from Motorola very nicely. That's
0: right. (laughs) Yes, yes, uh, he did. And he's he's also very, honestly, he's charismatic uh, in his own way. And I thought that was really great to let him sort of lead that. And I really appreciated, too, that there was just all these new faces that had come out on stage to talk to us about the product they had worked on. And I like that about the Google keynotes and and such because it uh, because they really they really want us to love the workplace that they've created and so to see them honoring the people who are like working on these products I I appreciate that as both a consumer and um, a person who has to cover these things but as far as the product announcements go you know it was like yay more stuff for me to spend money on but like <laughs> but it's kind of it's more of what I was expecting. Yeah, And I'm I'm like, I'm not going to buy a Google Home Hub. I'm fine with the Lenovo smart display. It's going to get the updates that I want to it, um, which, by the way, somebody from Lenovo actually tweeted me that it was going to get the updates. So thank you Yay. to that person whose name escapes me, who told me that because now I don't have to worry about getting a Home Hub. And I'm just ultimately I'm curious to see how Google's going to fare after this holiday season, because this is this is a big one. This is a big one.
1: Yeah, they, uh, it's, uh, they, I really think it's going to be all about the Google home. Like they, they know that they've got a lot of legitimate excitement about what the, what the home stuff can do. Uh, they're steamed. They seem to be even, uh, getting some distance between themselves and Amazon, uh, and Apple continues to just pretend that every, no, why, why would you want, why, why would you want to have this device when you would just pick up your phone and do it what, or pick up your, or pick up your watch and do this. Like uh, because uh, having a cheap $99 tangerine sized thing with a speaker is easier for, <laughs> for getting reminders and getting information.
0: I don't know. I think Apple, I think Apple actually knows what it's, I feel like they have a really nice home app. Like that home app is really well designed. I mean, com- Honestly, compared to the Google Home app, which just received <laughs> buttons for the third party devices that are connected to it, uh, it's also worth mentioning that Google's going to be bundling some products in the store this holiday season. So they're going to be selling like Google Home Minis with GE smart bulbs. I saw that's happening. And that's a very Amazon move because when Amazon released the Echo Plus, they were bundling it with Philips Hughes. Granted, that is like in terms of brand name, the Philips Hue is a lot – it's a stronger brand name in that realm than than GE is, even though GE is just as well-known because they're a giant manufacturer in the United States – But but just that idea that Google's gonna start to do that. And Apple does the same in the Apple store where they bundle like little kits together for you. And so this is this is the new this is it. The whole it's no longer about what phone, what computer you're using, it's like what ecosystem are you a part of. And clearly, I'm here for you, Google. So Please keep updating Google Home.
1: Yes, and please, please, like, if you've been on the fence about uh, buying a membership, uh, there, there, we're, we're, we got a lot of expenses this fall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is, what a great segue, Andy, for us to It was to totally say, self-serving.
1: That's why it was so natural. Yes,
0: yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I, you know, it was, a, it was a good week to be a Google, to be yeah. a Google fan, at least. And I'm, my phone should be here at the end of next week. So when it comes, I'll we'll show. I'll show it to you, Andy, and we'll we'll look through those features. And it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun autumn
1: mm, with all hoping, this new Google I'm, stuff. I'm hoping we'll have it at the same time. I'm I'm, I'm about to send my groveling email to my <laughs> usual Google contacts.
0: Include a lot of emoji. Actually, I find smiley faces work better than emoji.
1: Mm, I never. I I, I never. I, I didn't grow up with emoji, so I don't know which one is the ironic smiley and which one is the sincere uh, smiley.
0: You know, the thing with emoji is any <laughs> anything goes.
1: True.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of anything goes, if you need anything, you can find us at relay.fm backslash material if you would like to, again subscribe to us as a member. We would appreciate that and love that because it makes us super happy. And then you get access to cool things like bonus episodes and exclusive relay FM wallpapers. So definitely jump on board that train if that is a ride you're interested in taking. <laughs> uh also you can follow us or rather you can tweet us at Material Podcast. And we do read those tweets. I realize we I listen. We're not tweeting a lot there because there's a lot of a lot of tweeting going on, but I do read everything that is being sent through. So please, if you have comments for us and you want to hit us quickly without without going through email, Twitter is a great way to do that. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter. at oh that flow. Uh, you can find my website at Florenceion.com. And Andy, where can people find you? On The uh, glorious internet.
1: Oh, There you go. We, uh, uh, I'm Anatko on Twitter. I H N is in Nancy A T is and Tom K O. Also on Instagram, where I'm chagrined once again to find out that a casual photo that I took of a squirrel in the public garden uh, is getting hundreds more likes than the artistic, clever ones that I spent lots of time amazing uh, taking. But that's that's fine. So long as people are amused. That's uh, Instagram. And 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 a call back to, uh, to uh, a call back to uh, the Squarespace ad. Uh, my blog is supposed to be at anatgo.com it is having some sort of a script error that i'm still trying to fix so but it's in fun. theory because i have my self-hosted self-hosted wordpress install i'm going to have to fix that myself but in theory anatgo.com
0: until next week have a great week everyone